Let me be very clear. I operate under the premise all the time that forever before we finally decided in the year of COVID that aliens do exist, that there's no way to really know. There's so much space out there in the universe. That you just you just can't know. <laughs> For sure, at least. AJ right. McCall on VFX. So with that being said, remember that I, I do operate under that somewhat fundamental belief when I tell you that half of Americans think that dinosaurs still exist in some remote corner of the world. Okay. Totally. Here's the thing, okay? How have we determined the things in the ocean? We haven't. The, the ocean answer is, is no. like 1% explored. Right. So, also, I'm on like a conspiracy theory trail. I'm really glad oh, that you brought this up. Here we go. <laughs> I'm Actually, this... I'm on board. Go ahead. Okay. I'm on this conspiracy theory trail. I can't wait for people to be like so angry with me about this. What if the ocean and like space are like the same thing? Do elaborate, please. I, I watched a, I watched a video. It just like threw my whole brain into into overdrive. It's not, but, but maybe but, it is. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I've been I've been in the ocean. I've been in space, but I've been up in the air. They're not the same. <gasps> so anyway, um, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go with yes. I also believe that dinosaurs do exist somewhere. Probably just in the ocean, though. I suppose by that stretch, if you put the caveat in the ocean, it makes me go from being like, you, eh, I mean, if the Loch Ness Monster is real. Which it is. Yeah. The Bear Lake Monster is real. I assume it is. I'm assuming they're like from that time. They're from like, you know. Okay. How about this then? One in five adults think that dinosaurs were still roaming the earth in large numbers just a hundred years ago. The great year of 1921, dinosaurs are still like. That's a thought. No, no, it's not. Trust me. It's not true. Were you in the wild, wild west? You got to go. Were you in the wild, wild Canada? You got to go minimum, minimum. At least in the North American content 500 years ago. I don't know, man. No, it was not a hundred years ago. It wasn't like, like it wasn't you... like World War One and the Great Battle of the T Rexes. It wasn't that. When did the hang on? When did the dinosaurs go no. exist? Like sixty-five million years ago. See, this is this is hitting close to home for the AJ McCall show because we once upon a time had an intern that we found out near the end of her tenure. Yep. Because I don't know how she kept a secret so long. Doesn't actually believe in dinosaurs at all. I was just looking because I was curious about like like birds you know i mean i guess the dodo is one that's people always reference but that one apparently went extinct it says extinct by 1681 but then there's the reunion solitaire that went extinct by 1746 and then the rodriguez solitaire that went extinct by 1790 so i don't know what the difference is because last i checked i'm not a paleontologist i did not go to college period yeah, so dinosaurs definitely did not exist 100 years ago in large numbers. In large numbers. In large numbers, in full support of this conspiracy theory that there are dinosaurs hidden somewhere. But what if there are birds? Th- there are birds. What if there were dinosaur birds? There's not. There's not. I feel very confident that there's not dinosaur birds. I will concede the ocean part. Remote part of the world, maybe, but I highly doubt it. I think we've seen most of the geography of the Earth and uh, lastly, thank goodness they're going to make a Fast and Furious and Jurassic Park crossover movie. No. So this is going to be totally taken care of. No. Everything's covered.
It's just the thought, the start of crazy thoughts, by the way, because what happens is you get up and you get in the shower, whatever it is, there's something about the shower. I don't know if it's the acoustics, the ambiance or whatever, but it just unlocks a part of your brain that doesn't function that way normally. All of a sudden you're lost your shower thoughts, 20 minutes are gone, and maybe, just maybe, you might have solved world hunger. Maybe. Sometimes it's dangerous to shower in the morning because all of a sudden, and I... I don't know what the phenomenon is, but the ambiance, the atmosphere, maybe it's just the audience in general of the shower unlocks a certain part of your brain, turns the combination just the right way, and all of a sudden you start solving the world's problems and start asking the questions philosophers would ask. AJ McCall on VFX. Shower thoughts are a dangerous thing. Yeah. The one that gets me is that stupid car commercial. Why does ambiguous not have more than one meaning? I don't know. To be ambiguous is to be... Who knows? All over the place. So how is the word itself not the same? It should be. I don't, I don't care for it. I really don't. One of the thoughts that I was thinking, surprise, NASA, you know, controlling helicopters on Mars. You get just a little bit outside of the range in your kitchen. Boom. Wi-Fi gone. I have a Wi-Fi extender in my house that is tiny because of that exact issue. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yep. Me too. Mine's in my kitchen because kitchen. My workout equipment in the basement. <laughs> How about the fact that horses in movies aren't acting, McCall? They're horsing. <gasps> They're just being horses. I love horses. I love horses that act like horses. Uh, also, I had this thought the other day because I always say, you know, live every day like it's your last because you never know when it's going to be, right? If I live every day like it's my last, I'm never going to have clean clothes because nobody wants to be doing laundry on their last day. Never. Ever. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Completely agree. Uh, speaking of which, I had a cookie yesterday that was birthday cake flavored, but if you think about it, you can't go order a birthday cake that's birthday cake flavored. It has to be like vanilla or chocolate or cherry or whatever. So what in the heck is birthday cake? Like, where did that come from? It's just like vanilla, right? Isn't it? Question mark? I think it's based off vanilla, but like you can't get birthday flavored cake, cake, you can get birthday cake. So where did birthday flavored cake come from for everything else? Why is it not just vanilla chocolate? I don't I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe we can order a birthday cake flavored birthday cake. Question mark? I think they would just say, so you want a birthday cake. I don't know, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Where did who who invented I don't that? Know. I don't know. This one comes to mind very often whenever I break out my cast iron pan. Oh boy. Dogs. I gotta be so confused. Like any time the fire alarm goes off because there's this really loud screeching noise all of a sudden and then the humans are going over making some dancey dance underneath the fire alarm to try and make the smoke go away. And it's like this weird dance ritual. It's got to be strange. This one comes to mind whenever you break out your pan as well. Nothing is ever on fire. Fire is on things. Correct. Not on fire. Fire is on top. It's a weird saying. Comes into a chemical reaction versus a whatever it was. Also, 10,000 years ago, there were two cavemen who were definitely sitting around complaining about how soft the younger generation of cavemen were because they were cooking their food. (laughs) They weren't out there just eating. Super factual. Eating eating raw prairie dogs or whatever. 100%. Dude invented the wheel, like, oh, he's not good enough to walk now. Jeez, so lazy. Lazy. Innovation? What's that? I'm telling you, shower thoughts are a dangerous thing. Next thing you know, not not that they're dangerous. You're not like contemplating something's gonna hurt someone, but 20 minutes is gone. 
And maybe you solve world hunger, and that would be great. And maybe you're just sitting there thinking about how ants on the earth could destroy the entire human race. They don't, though, so be grateful. How many ants do you think you could take? That's my new favorite question. Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't you, like that. Bare Ugh. hands, how many ants could you take before yeah. they overwhelmed you? I don't like that. That minimum, makes me very uncomfortable. Minimum 1,000 ants I could take for sure. Did I know that was a button pusher? No. Not <laughs> until right now. Woo, don't like that thought. How many ants could you take? Shower thoughts with AJ and McCall on VFX. Here's not a shower thought. What the heck do you do when you're uh, interfering in someone else's relationship? You would say, stop. Okay, what if it's just your cooking? What if it's just pictures of your cooking? Kind of hard to be on the side of the relationship, right? Well, that's where the McCall Taylor finds herself. McCall apparently interrupting someone's relationship. McCall, what did we just say for the debate at eight? Sorry. Number one priority is number one priority. But in all honesty, for the Automators Group Debate Date with AJ McCall at VFX. What? This this <laughs> is a bold message. Yes, it is. It is a very bold message. And it's one that I received over the weekend. I am very much uh, baffled, I guess. So the message goes a little something like this. Hey, hon, you don't know me. But can you please block my boyfriend? I'm tired of him seeing your food pictures and asking why I don't cook like you. I think he wishes I was you, and it's kind of disrespectful. Can you help me out? Thanks. Kindly, no. <laughs> like I said, in the it, if you're on our social media, you saw Utah's VFX. I don't think I could say the answer I would send back. No. So um, that is, I was like taken aback. And really, my response is going to be like, Haha, no, but I'm not quite sure how to respond to this kind of a message. And it, it's in my requests. So I'm sure she's listening right now and is like, mm, smart, nice. But like we're getting messages in, which is very helpful. Thank you. Somebody said, I can sure block him, but I don't think that's going to solve your problem. I agree with you, Courtney. I think that's probably the answer. Erica said, well, maybe you should follow me and learn how to cook? Question mark. I mean, in all reality... I like cooking because I like cooking. Like, I enjoy it. I enjoy creating. It's almost like an art form for me. So I'm not going to stop because you're uncomfortable. <laughs> it's how I live my life. Uh, I mean, you shouldn't. I would agree. This message to me is ridiculous. Like you said with uh, the Erica that said that uh-huh. I don't think it's going to stop you. Yes. Yeah, you're blaming McCall for a problem you have in your bubble yep. basically yep mccall you're doing something outside of my bubble that my bubble's paying attention to but instead of dealing with the issue at home i'm gonna force you to change yep that's <laughs> not how this works if we just pretend if y- i just block you my issue goes away he's not gonna find somewhere else that he also likes likes food i right. say you do a much more intimate shoot of your food like you Ooh. get like you get close-ups you do videos you like just, oh, look at that. You do like the cross section, right? Whenever they do the meat, the cook mm-hmm. shows, and they do that. And like, oh, look at that. You do that stuff. I, I would do that. Personally, my response is immediately be like, all right, this is a stupid request. So now I'm going to do it even more. Yeah. That's how I'm wired. But I think I, I just cannot believe the audacity of someone to be like, hey, something that you're doing that literally affects no one because you know what you could easily do? Just not pay attention to it. Right. Uh, is is ha- com- causing a, I guess, minor inconvenience. So can you change everything about you so it fixes my problem? Yes. That's not how this works. Uh, no, it's not how it works. But apparently people still think that it is. Uh, Amy says, lick your food seductively. Great. Love that. 
I don't know that I would go that far. I mean, why not though? Right? Well, why not? Yeah, yeah. To each their own. You, you, you got it. You do it. I just think that when you're leaning into it a little bit, a little more, bit too hard. You stay out of it and you just leave it as food. Yeah. So with all the advice he got yesterday on our social media, and again, Utah's VFX, and thank you. What did you decide to go with? Mm, I left it. <laughs> I didn't respond. Can you just send them pictures back of food? Like in the response? Yeah. This girl, I I'm could. assuming. Yeah. Look, here's here's smoked salmon. Here's I, hey, that's tacos. funny. You said that because I literally made smoked salmon for dinner last night. Did I tell you I was making smoked salmon for dinner no. last night? <gasps> oh my gosh. Wow. Telepathy. Something like that. Yeah. No, I probably should. Maybe I'll just like make more posts about mo- making food. Mm, food. Mmm, food. Oh, it's not like you said make more posts about moo food. Moo food. <laughs> no, mmm, food. I mean, who doesn't love them some red meat? So I, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, boy. Okay, good news. This week, you know, it's a, you're not feeling great. You'll be like, oh, man, it's just not been one of my week. Good news. You're not in Florida, not. Yeah. Unless you are, in which case, please call because I would love to know. That. As far as I know, I, we haven't had anybody listening that has been featured in Florida or not. Thank goodness. That would be a great first. AJ and McCall for the Integra Financial Services Florida not. Three headlines, please. Okay. Headline number one. Drunk driver. Lost control. Crashed into an alcohol treatment center. Well, at least he was where he needed to be. If you're looking for a sign, I don't think... I literally just had a conversation with someone yesterday. I was like, I believe we control our destiny, but I do not disbelieve that there's not like nudges sometimes in the right direction. That was a sign. Nods, pushes. We got headline number two. Some guy named Michael Jordan got arrested after climbing through a McDonald's drive-thru and attacking the manager. MJ wouldn't have done that. No, it's M- done it's, that. it's my M-Y-C-H-A-E-L. All right. Well, uh, sorry, Utah. That was clearly in Utah, so we can rule that one out. And then we got headline number three. A high school had to be evacuated yesterday. Uh-oh. After a bobcat got into the building. Oh man, animals again! Just kidding. Oh. It was a it was a house cat that's been missing for months. <laughs> Who says it's a bobcat? Well, they thought it was. So there you go. Three crazy stories. Okay. Yeah. Look. Joint. Here we go. Ready? Utah. All in the same time. One, two, three. Shame. 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 How do you mistake a house cat for a bob? That'd be a big house cat. Oh yeah. Look, I may be one of them city boys, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't look at a cat and be like. Yep, Bobcat. Let's get out of here. Meow. Definitely would not do that. AJ McCall, VFX. The Integra Financial Services, Florida. I mean, come on. Come on, Paul. There's no way you as well would be like, oh, no, I think there's a Bobcat here, and it's just a little Mew, right? Oh, yeah. Exactly. It's pathetic. That being said, that's like the last story. Let's get the, all of them. Okay. So we got story number one, which involves a SUV that slammed into a building. Now, this SUV was driven by a drunk driver, and this building Shocker. happened to be a treatment center for uh, alcohol, so um, no one was hurt, which is great. That's great news, but a sign, nonetheless. <laughs> do, you think, do you think at the, the alcohol treatment center, once they were like, what happened, what happened? Like a car crashed into us, like, oh, cool, we got room and room, blah, 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 because probably our next patient. Yes. So there's story one. Story number two, some guy named Michael Jordan. It's M-Y-C-H-A-E-L. Oh, he's got a dash name. Wow. Yeah. He's really so fancy. My my dash kill. 
Jordan. <laughs> I don't know. He was arrested after climbing through McDonald's drive-thru and attacking the manager. Now oh, what? Geez. I know. What in the world was this over? It's a good question. Nobody knows. Midnight brawl. I'm going to guess ice cream machine. Sorry. 4 a.m. brawl. Maybe, just maybe. McDonald's always had a bad habit in my hometown of being like, hey, by the way, our machine's down cash only. Like, well, see you guys later. Yep. So when cops subsequently uh, confronted this guy, he allegedly fought with three officers and was, quote, tased multiple times with no effect. That's because he's the goat. Yeah. So he's locked up in lieu of a $155,000 bond. I hope sturdily. Danger. And then story number three, a high school. Had to be evacuated yesterday after a bobcat got into the building. Now, the bobcat that's been causing such a stir turned out house cat. Okay. Does it say anywhere in there, just out of curiosity, like how big this house cat supposedly is? No, was? I saw the, I can see the picture from their, their video that they grabbed. It looks like a bobcat, like genuinely. I'll send you the picture because okay. it, it, okay. it looks says like there's a, some leeway here. I'm just, I'm blown away that you would make that distinction. I guess no, but. it it looks like a bobcat. So, um, it's coming to you on Twitter. There you go. So I'm just I'm surprised. Anyway, they ended up uh, capturing it. Turns out it was actually just a house cat that had been missing for three months. Okay, Paul. Let me look at this picture here and decide. I mean. Yeah, all right. That it looks, looks like a bobcat. That, that looks like a big cat. Yeah, it does. It looks like a bobcat. All right, I take back most of my criticism then of story number three. That's that's a that that that's very a bobcat looking house cat. So, okay, we'll rule out story three. That was apparently reasonable. Uh, that being said, Paul, we're down to story one or two. So you get looking for basically, I guess, the sign or the dude who attacked the McDonald's through the drive-through, which I got to be honest, always impresses me. Those windows are not super big. It amazes me that people can squeeze in through them, like all the way through them. I know. So the sign or the guy that decided, I'm the goat, I'm going to be tased multiple times and attacking McDonald's. A lot of weirdos in Florida, so that might be in there. <laughs> we can go with number two. You like number two then? That's kind of the way I was leaning as well because, look, uh, technically there was definitely legal activities in story number one, but really it was just divine intervention. That's really what I was – here's your sign, bro. You, it's time. It's time. So let's go with story number two. McCall, is it my Dash Cole Jordan? It is. Congratulations. Oh. We got you hooked up uh, with a Aquatech car wash. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Would you uh, Would you go investigate if you found out there was a bobcat in your school? AJ, I thought that there was a bobcat when I went hiking with your girlfriend. And I didn't investigate. Yeah, I turned around and I walked that's, away. That's in his surroundings. The school's more your surroundings. Mm, no, because I feel like it would probably cause it more trauma. And then it would just like freak out and just go berserk everywhere. I don't like that. Congratulations to Paul. He wins Florida not at VFX. You know, ironically enough, in a safety meeting at school once upon a time, uh, I got in trouble for not a bobcat, but for a similar thing. They were like, what are you doing? You going and looking for danger? I thought I provided the right answer. We'll get to that in about six minutes. I think McCall's got bonus Florida knot and a very uncomfortable conversation about the artist we have a throwback from next. Just just don't ask what he's been doing lately. <laughs> if you're asking yourself, hey, Sean Kingston, man, what has he been up to? No. No. My mom sent me a message. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what happened to him? I was like, he... Drove a jet ski into a bridge. 
He's all right now. Thank goodness. But that happened in like 2014 or something. He He's making new music. He just posted about it the other day on Twitter. And uh, yeah, my mom was like, hey, what's he doing right now? I was like, I don't hey, know, probably recovering. Thanks. I don't know that that feels great. I, I think he's due some time off after that. Yeah. Hey, Jane McCall on VFX. Uh, so... <laughs> We, story number three uh, from Florida or not was the high school that was had to, the school that had to be evacuated. People were freaking out because there's a bobcat only to find out it was a house cat. So do you remember the fire safety meetings we used to have all the time in school? They used mm-hmm. to they used to be like, all right, so here's what you got to do. Tell us exactly where the exits are for this class. You had to do it every year, right? Right. Uh, and they're like, what are the things we should do? And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, if we're evacuating, I'll grab a fire extinguisher. And I thought, great answer, because, you know, it's a fire extinguisher and there's a fire. And the teacher goes, no, what are you doing? Looking for trouble? I'm like, no, I just, to have, just in case, like, what? I thought that was a great way to take initiative and just have. And the teacher was like, you're an idiot. That's weird. So don't go looking for trouble or solutions, because they're both wrong. Yep, correct. (laughs) Take your financial services bonus, Florida or not. What do you got? Well, a guy in Florida is, uh, he's facing animal cruelty charges because he killed an iguana last year, which iguanas, they're not native to Florida, so they're actually considered an invasive species. And terrifying. So you're allowed to kill them only if it's done humanely. It was not. Uh, he, he, he wanted to get his charges dropped by citing the state's stand your ground law. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. So stand your ground law allows, uh, f- Deadly force if you think your life is in danger in any situation. Your life isn't in, it's an iguana. No, that's fair. As terrifying as I think iguanas are, I, I, I would not be like, all right, it's me or him. This is, how, this is what it comes down to, just cracking my knuckles and everything. Like, you or me, <sighs> one of us ain't walking away. Normally, it's only used when, you know, someone attacks another person, not an iguana. Or iguana. His lawyer argued that he had a right to stand his ground because... The iguana bit him. You can punt those things. Yeah, like, that's generally I mean, my don't, response as well. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying, hey, you know what? If you find an iguana, this is what you do. No. But he, the iguana bit him, and he thought they had deadly van- venom. But there was security footage that showed the iguana did not bite him until after he had started attacking it. Duh. Hello. This guy is an idiot. <laughs> yes. The, the judge rejected his stand your ground defense last week. He's thank facing goodness. five years in prison. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, thank goodness is is right. I just, I would love to see the judge just pop off on this guy. That'd be great. Just what I, I are was you, thinking to myself, an idiot? What's wrong with you? Like, you could have punted it, and you would have been fine. Or you know, walked away from it. <laughs> They're not like antagonizers where they think, oh well, you attacked you once, I'm gonna do it again. Like it's like it bit you. Just, Leave it alone. Just bounce, okay? Look, I had a roommate all through college who's one of my best friends still to this day that worked at McDonald's. I acknowledge it is a very popular fast food chain. That being said, I don't care how much of a dream it was to be able to get chicken nuggets because it was right in your house when you were a kid. Making your house McDonald's themed is just giving a portal for that serial killer of a clown mascot to wander into your home. Look, in Richie Rich, growing up, you saw that movie with Macaulay Culkin, and he saw that scene, right? They go into the McDonald's that's in his mansion. He thought, yes, I want that. Yep. AJ and McCall at VFX, because you wanted the nuggets. Frankly, I also wanted the play place, but it would have been so 
awesome. That being said, that was a childhood dream in a movie. You don't realistically want to do that, except for one woman in Virginia who decided, no, 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 I kind of want to do that. So she redesigned her entire home in a McDonald's theme with McDonald's logos everywhere and toys and plates. And the most terrifying thing is in the article that I read about, there's a window cover that has Ronald McDonald's face on it. It literally looks like The Shining. Yes. Do you remember? We did the what food mascot could you take? Ronald McDonald and the Burger King King were high up there in regards of people being like, I don't know that I could take them. It's because both of them have absolutely killed before. Yeah. They have done that. I want to say there was one of the McDonald's mascots. Grimace. Yes, was supposed to be evil. He eats people. originally. He's just a big purple blob. Was evil, evil grimace was where it started. Nineteen seventy six, maybe when something along killed. those lines. I literally saw this just the other day, and it was like, did you know that grimace was supposed to be evil grimace? And they decided, eh, probably not. I mean, let's be honest. There's him. There's the sociopathic clown. There's a guy whose name is the Hamburglar. Uh, there's some weird fuzzy things that have weird powers that nobody knows about. They could probably make you disappear if they want. They're all evil. I don't like this one that they created originally. Oh, that's right. No. So he was evil because he stole everybody's milkshakes. Yeah. That that's, was his that's thing. That's evil. That was his thing. Now there's a now there's a musician called Evil Grimace. <laughs> so. so this nightmare aside, actually, and I'll have to find a picture because I've lived smidgen, smidgen of this nightmare of the lady changing her house because uh, my buddy works at McDonald's, like I said, my old roommate, and one of their warehouses burned down and they told him he, whatever disappeared the night that it burned down, no account for it. So he was allowed to go in and I went with him because he'd asked me to, to just take a bunch of stuff. And they, we took this Ronald McDonald head that was supposed to sit over like the drive through speaker and it just was in our house and it would move around randomly throughout the night as we tried to freak each other out. It's terrifying. So that being said, let's let's move this saw house out of here. Nobody wants this nightmare of a home. What would you actually change your home to if you could? Laser tag. <laughs> I want an arcade. arcade but I'm not just with. the arcade with the ski ball. I want the arcade with the laser tag. Respectable. With the bowling. Maybe with one of those play places. Am I ever going to get on it? No. Yes. Maybe. Short answer. What do I want my house to be? Mansion. <gasps> Actual answer, I don't know, trampoline floors? Roller rink. Ooh, what about trampoline floors and I can't rollerblade. Now you're just asking me to break my arm every time I have to get anywhere in my own well, house. That's, that's my house. How about uh, trampoline floors and Velcro walls? Okay. Ultimate dream of McCall Taylor. I'm listening. Growing up, I always wanted to get on one of those bounce houses with the Velcro suits and stuff. Right. Growing up, poor, right? So anytime, I anytime I lived in Brigham City, anytime Peach Days would come around, they would have this Velcro suit with the trampoline thing. You could jump up and get it. We'd get like, I don't remember, 10 bucks or something. Go play with the tickets if, if you wanted to, you know, we'd divvy it up between the kids. Well, Velcro bounce house thing was like 20 bucks. Ugh. I couldn't afford that. that sucks. I wanted to go. No, I wanted to sucks. bounce house. Now I'm a grown up. Now. I have adult dollars, and now I feel like if I do it, I will break myself. Oh, come on. It's a bounce house with Velcro. How are you going to break yourself? AJ, I fell off of a disco ball, and That's I threw true. myself down a bowling lane. That's factual. So <laughs> the answer is, how wouldn't I, really? <laughs> I'll find a way. I will. I will. Huh.
Okay, well, if you do that, it'd be a great story to share here in the neighborhood, everywhere else. Much like I found out recently, and I don't know how this had stayed hidden for so long, there already is kind of a great story that's going around McCall's neighborhood. Yep. Oops. Yeah. I think is how you'd classify it. Big oops. Judge, lest ye not be judged. That being said, McCall, come on. I thought you knew better than that. No. I don't know how she kept this from me. You know, the whole work Mary thing, AJ and McCall at VFX. But apparently, the McCall Taylor makes things just a little bit awkward if you live in her neighborhood. I didn't mean to. Okay. I'll buy that. I would hope that this wasn't on purpose. Yeah. Flashback. I don't know. What's been probably three years ago now? Maybe two years ago? We were remodeling our house. Surprise. We've been doing it for a couple of years now. And one of the neighbors asked if they could see, like, pictures of the house. And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's reasonable. So I opened up my photos. Um, there was one that shouldn't have been opened at that point in time. So I opened up my photos, and this neighbor standing right next to me, looking over my shoulder as I opened photos. There's a picture there. I'm like, hmm, whoopsie. Sorry for that. Um, Oops. And I have felt awkward about it for three years because I don't know that we've really talked to them very much since then. So I feel like I may or may not have put my neighbor in a very awkward situation. I didn't yes. mean to, but the thing is, is that maybe, just maybe, you shouldn't, you know, crane your neck a little to see what's going on on the on the photos. When I say, oh yeah, let Wait. me pull up a picture. Oh, hold on, time out. Time out. So it's one thing if there's a swiping accident or whatever. Yes, and we can there get have into, been those. I'm sure we could get into that. Are you trying to tell me that your neighbor, not only there was a, a fleeting chance that they saw it, a possibly inappropriate picture of you, but not only that, they tried to get a better look at it. They were like, oh, what is that detail? No, no, not oh, necessarily. Okay. I'm so, just making sure because we're like, but well, the okay, thing is, I don't know that you want to talk to them anymore. Here's the thing. I pull open. I say, oh, yeah, let me find you a picture. And so as soon right. as I go, let me find you a picture, they came like right next to me and looked at my phone. And I was like, okay, I'm not there yet. Hang on. Hold up. So I open up my photos app and then I ended up making a house remodel folder. Smart. For safety. Smart. Thank you. Smart. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Uh, not blaming them. Not an iota. You you want people to see the pictures and they want to see it. You appreciate it. I want their them to see the pictures of my I house. I agree. So them standing period. next to you, they, you would appreciate their enthusiasm. And look, you're supposed to remember where those photos are in order. So I'm going to say that one on you. Well, it's not my bad when I open up my photos and it's just right there. Like, my bad. Well, then you're talk to your phone. Be like, phone, come on, ma'am. Help me out here. Get in the hidden folder. Frankly, that terrifies me still to this day when it comes to texting or anything. And it doesn't even have to be like a photo. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm concerned when I just send snarky text messages sometimes that like they're gonna go to the wrong people and they're gonna be like, wait a minute, what did you just say? What happened? So I'm always like, who did I send that to? There's plenty of times I take my phone out and go, I sent that to the right person, right? I go, oh, okay. I do too. Maybe it's me just getting older in my memory, going, what? wait a minute. No, I I do that too. I you gotta look and make sure that you you send it to the right person, and I always make sure that my phone is not calling anybody when I'm talking smack. <laughs> always. Yeah, that's my new one. I'm terrified the the Hey Google is going to go off and be like, oh, okay, I got you. I'll dial this in. Uh, but that being said, 
your fault. You got to remember where they're at or delete them or put them somewhere else or never show I anybody your phone ever. Else. I put them somewhere else. After a harsh lesson. Yes. Oops. Yep. That being said, on the subject of, let's say, inappropriate photos, uh, we got a message about someone trying to make some extra cash because let's be honest, who couldn't use some extra scratch? Right now, I, it, you'd be like, yeah, for sure. And if it's just, you know, a couple pictures, no biggie, right? right? Not a deal breaker? Question mark? Absolutely not. It's a deal breaker. Oh. Yeah, with all the respect I could simply muster, and remember I'm saying with all due respect as well, AJ McCall at VFX, would you like to handle the message since I guess you're our resident expert in this department? <sighs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess I can handle the message. <laughs> so we got this message just the other day, and we're we're glad and happy literally all the time Constantly. to take any kind of, uh, hey, McCall, hey, AJ, can you guys give us some sort of advice? So this, this message comes in, says, Dear AJ and McCall, I was having a conversation with my husband the other day, and we were talking about uh, OnlyPants, only let's pants. call it, okay? And as we're having this conversation, I said... I would love to have started one earlier in life because this particular human being said that they were on like the cover of Maxim at one point. So they were like, yeah, I totally could have done some things with it. Would that have been a deal breaker for you? And he said in my 20s, no. Now that I'm like 39, yes, absolutely. I'm established. I'm professional, et cetera. So she asks, what about you guys? And what about other people? Is it a deal breaker? Is it not a deal breaker? Thanks. Love you. Bye. So I thought about this because my initial reaction is, yeah, absolutely. It's a deal breaker. Like I, speaking of only pans, I know, I have a friend of a friend who has like a whole set of family that's doing the whole thing. And it's, I don't know, it's weird or whatever. Do you ultimately, it's not my business. I guess if we could just classify only fans, let's just put that over to the side. None of my business. That being said, I thought about this a little bit more, and I have two instances that I feel like I have to soften my stance a little bit from the absolute no. The first is not me, but a buddy of mine when we were in college, actually same room at worked at McDonald's, dated a lady who didn't do only pans, but let's say did the in-person version of it okay. as a profession. She was a dancer. Dancer. She was right? a dancer. Yeah. Um, didn't seem to bother him. I never saw that one going anywhere. I've never asked his opinion. Didn't last very long, so... A deal breaker for dating, I guess not. Deal breaker for marriage, which I think is ultimately what you're striving for. I would guess probably. That being said, my first serious girlfriend in college uh, auditioned to be and got pretty far in the process for a certain magazine that's represented by a bunny. And that didn't bother me. I thought it was cool. So yeah. honestly, if I was younger, I'd probably have the opinion that it was kind of cool in terms of getting married. I don't know. I think at some point I'd be like, all right, I think you need to transition out of this. I mean, yeah, people always say capitalize while you're, you know, while you're young or whatever. So. And that's ultimately, that's why I would say, really, it's none of my business. I have opinions on it and I have a hard time going back and forth because I'm like, yeah, whatever. I mean, if somebody's going to pay, it's capitalism. That's capitalism. Yeah. That's what I'm it is. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Deal breaker now. Yeah. Like if I, for whatever reason, was single again and they were like, I'm doing this. I'm like, eh, no, no, thanks. But the, to, to me, that's also the thing where I'm like, I don't want to date anybody who's not at least in their mid twenties or above. Cause no offense. You just don't have experiences that I'm looking for. I don't want to babysit. I'm looking to yep. build a life together. You've got a few more things. You probably want to sow oats and whatnot. So I would say no. I don't know. 
I'm for me, I'm just like, whatever, make your coin, I guess. I mean, I'm not against the people made in mind. I'm just saying if it's a if it was, we were dating or whatever. Is it, at this point, 32, yeah, it's a deal breaker for me. I, I like if I got us covered, I think. I think I could we could figure out how to put a life together and go from there. Yeah. That's I'm good. That being said, since X's got brought up, because of course they did. I mean, it's not an interesting life unless you've got a couple interesting ones along the way. I actually saw a really interesting meme that applies this, but we've got a different message. And I think earlier this week we said when it comes to dating, there's a few concrete rules, you know, be loyal, all that stuff. But the general rule in dating is there's not something that's applicable to everybody. Right. And I would think, based on the people involved, that would be the same thing when it comes to exes. The ironic thing is, McCall and I, I think, have similar attitudes towards this message, but the method of doing so, completely different on. Contact with exes is a case-by-case basis. I don't know that there's any general rule that's going to apply to every relationship. AJ McCall on VFX. And we got a message to paraphrase. It says, my boyfriend and I, uh, my boyfriend was engaged two years before I knew him. We've been together for a year now. Things have been going well. I found out over the weekend that uh, that there was a flag up in the mailbox. It was a letter addressed to his uh, ex-fiance. I look inside, asked what it was, and he said it was an article about uh, dogs. Said he found something nice, was super interested, and just wanted to do something nice and send her something. Didn't think it was a big deal. Is this a big deal? Now, I think McCall and I are in somewhat the same boat where if you're case-by-case basis, if you're okay with contact to exes, then whatever. But I think we, our difference of opinion message or uh, lies in the messaging method. Yeah. I'm sorry. Snail mail. You're sending yeah, I mean, a that's, physical article to somebody. That's, uh, that's weird. And when sus. it, yeah, when it comes to like communication with exes, obviously we're taking like children out of the picture. Okay. We're not talking about this couple doesn't have children. So it's not like these guys are having communication on the daily with, like, their ex about their kids. Right. This is, I don't know. This is out of the ordinary. Saw something, thought of ex. I'm going to send this. Said they, they, I guess she's kind of lonely. Does it hurt to send her something nice? <sighs> yeah. Don't. Just don't. So I think it's weird. Not only is it Snail Mail. I'm with McCall. Super sus. But- also because that means that still has the address, at least somewhat committed to memory, looked it up, has knows in for, for a fact where that lady lives. To me, it would be way different if it was like a dog video came up on Facebook and there was like send message via Facebook. Because it's just, I don't know, there's plenty of people on Facebook I feel like I'm friends with now that I would never hang out with in real life. It's just social media nowadays. But the letter to me is the thing that would bug me the most if you were to say, okay, what's the red flag here? Because- you got the concrete address. I feel like letter, social media, text message, anything. I don't like it. I don't like it. I would not like it. I mean, that's fair. Yesterday we were talking about the jealousy in relationships. Number one is significant other. If you're going to choose somebody else over them, then why are you dating them? So if the answer is like, I just it bugs me, ex-fiance or not, then that's something that that dude's going to be like, okay, well, okay. I can't, I, mean, I got to figure out a solution or not do this. So that's fair. To me, the, the, it depends, I guess. Again, there's nothing I think for each relationship. Social media doesn't bug me as much as having a concrete address. Okay, well, uh, messages have been pouring in and we love your, if you ever need advice, AJ McCall, Facebook, Instagram, Utah's VFX, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But this is something that I, it's one of those cases where I had the perfect piece of advice 
you just asked for it before you needed it or after you needed it. What happens, McCall, when you get an engagement ring and you think, ugh. <laughs> As a fella, the worst thing that can happen to you when you decide to propose would obviously be, well, I would say laughing and then no. And then yes, but then like finding out the ring is ugly. Yeah. I think that's my top three. I feel confident that that is my top three. As someone in this mindset, AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. And so the message we got, my boyfriend proposed with a very expensive engagement ring. And I love the proposal and the gesture. But when he asked me if I loved the ring, I confessed I didn't. I believe in total honesty. And I believe it's one of the reasons my boyfriend wants to be my husband. So he took me ring shopping. He bought me a ring that I saw that dazzled my eyes. It was $1,000 more than the ring he got me. But he said he wanted me to love my ring. My friends and brother think I'm being a total jerk and diva for not accepting the ring he proposed with. I think they have it wrong. Am I a jerk? <sighs> That's not a good sign. If somebody starts with a sigh, it's not a good sign. So I had a relative who this happened to when they got engaged. Right. And I remember not understanding it because for me it was... You guys are getting engaged. This is the last thing that is. The whole point is that you love each other enough that you're going to combine your lives forever and ever. Amen. Right. So, yes, technically speaking, the ring shouldn't matter. You can have an opinion on what it looks like. You could have a conversation. You don't have to lie and say that you don't like the way that the ring looks. I think. First of all, you shouldn't go into debt for getting married. But second, I think maybe it'd be something, hey, five years down the road, let's save up and renew our vows or let's save up and for fifth anniversary, buy this ring instead or something along those lines. Because somebody who's tried to return an engagement ring, you think cars depreciate in value. (laughs) My goodness. This is one of those cases where I have the perfect piece of advice. Unfortunately, I have it for you after you needed it. Ah, oh, dang it. Because I asked. this one, The wedding stuff, all the proposal stuff, generally, that's like the one area I feel so locked into tradition for the most part. And I was convinced. I was like, I'm going to know what Ashley likes. I'm going to go get it. It's going to be a total shock. She's not going to know any of that stuff. And then I asked around, and we, we talked about it on the AJ McCall show, and everybody said, no, 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 no. take her. I can't remember who it uh, was. Ellie, Ellie. right? Yep. Ellie called Ellie in and called said, no, 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 take her. Because three reasons. One, no girl's ever going to turn down looking at engagement rings. Two, you'll get to see that whatever she likes, you get to pick it out so you'll know for sure. And three, you don't have to buy it right there. You can do little things. I can tell you for sure that Jarek was great about the little modifications here and there. And so and it was totally spot on advice. That being said... Listening to McCall, I think I'm with you. There are definitely, I think, modifications you could do. You can get a different ring later. I like. I want. I, I definitely think the, the girl should love the ring. As a fella, you want to buy it one to show off, be like, "Hey, fellas, stay away." Two, you want to see the look in her eyes, and three, obviously, you love her. So I want the ring to be loved, and I want it to be as close to perfect, if not perfect, as possible. But that being said, I, I you would think that the thought of being together that would carry you through, right? The ring. Right. It's what everybody says, right? The ring's not important. No, it's a little bit important. It's about us being together. I think there were ways to maybe make some adjustments along the way as opposed to flat out being like, all right, second try, we got this. Yeah. 
That possibly could be the cheapskate in me coming out because I do, I do. I wanted Ashley to love the ring that I proposed with, but I want her to love the ring, and I think everybody should love the ring because it's a symbol, what, of the, like, this is our commitment to each other or the promise we're making to make the commitment to each other, I guess, technically, but still, like, I don't know what homeboy spent on the first ring, but she already, she did say the next one was $1,000 more, so you're, I can guess, probably $1,500 in, $1, in already, probably more. Yeah. It's... So, jerk, no, maybe there's a different way to go about it, I think. Hey, maybe you could have put the one you wanted on the registry. Maybe everybody could have chipped in towards it. <laughs> Perfect. We love that. <laughs> everybody else pay for my stuff. <laughs> Where's your GoFundMe? I'm getting I'm getting the uh, feeling here that you don't love that. No. You're not a fan of putting that on the registry. No. Okay, we got to look for other options then to put on the registry. <laughs> Bad news, everybody. McCall told us we couldn't put the engagement ring we really wanted on the wedding registry. Nope, you got to buy it yourself. <sighs> Rats. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated aid on VFX. Have you ever started to think about that? Like, I haven't proposed, so let's let's not jump the gun here. But, like, I've thought about what I'd put on the registry only because I just had a birthday. And figuring out my birthday is a pain in the butt. We were like, what do you want? I'm like, money. Seriously, just give me money or just nothing. Cash. Cash or nothing. But for a wedding registry, I feel like I can't be like, cash or nothing. No. <laughs> no. There are a lot of weird things that I've seen on wedding registries before. And it's hard because when you've been with somebody for as long as, like, Dustin and I have been together, it'll be eight years, eight years. this month. And if we ever end up getting married, I don't want, for the love, I don't want... A blender. blender. I'm getting you a I blender. don't want a blender. I knew that's what you were going to say. I already have four blenders. Prepare for mega blender five. I, I can't. Blender waterfall. I, I can't. Like, I was really grateful. When we were living in the fifth wheel, we ended up getting uh, one of those magic bullets because they're yeah. smaller, oh, they're more great. compact. Yeah. Really, really nice. So we got one of those. And then for Easter, like the next year, for some reason, my mom thought, adult Easter basket. Here's a magic bullet. And I thought, thank you, mom. Now you can do twice as much blending. But also I have that. I've got a ninja. I've got like a normal blender. <laughs> now I have two magic bullets. What? I don't need more. I think I got a toaster for my brother because they got two toasters. So, you, oh, I thought you were buying him a toaster. No, and so no. Well, see, that's, that's the other part of the registry that's so difficult because, so I've been a part of two adult weddings. I was a groomsman and a best man and I was a best man for my brother. And I remember talking to him. Because I was, other family members were asking me, like, what do we get your brother? And I talked to him, and they painstakingly went through and laid out their registry of stuff they wanted from varying price ranges. So no matter what, if you wanted to get him a gift, you, you didn't have to go outside your budget. And so I told so many family members they have a registry. And so many people were like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, it's like they were like, no, nah, I know them better than that. And so those are probably the people that are like, oh, here's four blenders. Right. I don't need another blender. <laughs> Here's my recommendation. Put a $5,000 couch on there. Everybody Call chip it good. in for the couch. Yep. You know the weirdest thing that my brother got from his uh, from his wedding? No, it wasn't on the registry, obviously. Somebody bought them a uh, ice cream maker. What? And he was like, this is the stupidest thing. Like, if I want ice cream, I'm not going to spend hours making it. I'll just go buy some damn ice cream and have ice cream. Yeah. Good move. I told him, I was like, that's just how hipster you've become. You've trended to the dark side. Somebody's like, yeah, he's hipster enough. He'll think this is cool. This is great. I got an ice cream maker. <laughs> got ice an ice cream maker. cream maker. <laughs>
Have you ever made ice cream? Once. We did it for a family reunion. It's stupid. Have you done it in an ice cream maker? Yeah, with salt and and ice and all that, and you oh. grind it and whatever. That's how we did. I don't know if that's how. Like, just, is there another way to do it? Yeah, you can just do it in Ziploc bags. No, I haven't like, done that. You just we did it. With, get, we had the whole like it looks like a like an old school like drying press, like a churner. Yeah, yeah. that. No, you get it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, you just get like a Ziploc bag. You put cream in it. You get the yeah. outer shell. You that's, do rocks. That sounds way easier. Yeah, you do rocks and er, rocks, rock rocks salt, and rock salt and <laughs> ice. Yeah, and you put it in the outer shell. Yeah, yeah. and you just there it is. It was dumb. It was dumb. I don't even know what he did with that. Dude, making ice cream in a bag takes less time than oh, going sure. to the store. Well, yeah, sure. But, I mean, I but mean, then it's not, you know, raspberry cheesecake or whatever flavored. <laughs> exactly. It was boring for now. <laughs> I'm going to text him like, hey, hipster, have you made any ice cream recently? Uh, okay, so let's just, let's clarify for everybody that the bride and groom probably more often than not painstakingly go through to lay out their registry mm-hmm. so that it's actually things that they want. So if you deviate and you're like toaster or blender, odds are they're probably pretty comfortable with the setup of toaster and blender they have. Probably. Because that's my sister-in-law is a chef. And so the other thing people defaulted to is like, oh, we're going to get her kitchen stuff. She hated it because they wouldn't get the stuff that she wanted or she already had it already, you know, because it's her career path. Stick to the registry. Park Narks will come to its conclusion tomorrow. Make sure you vote. We're still going to find out who wins some McDonald's gift cards before this morning is over. But before we get there, McCall's greatest fear in a vehicle. I should change that back. McCall's greatest fear in a parking lot, because who knows what the call of void is going to say for her. <laughs> Impaled, drive off a mountain. That's too broad. Greatest fear in a parking lot is getting door dinged. All the time. So what happens when you do a nice gesture for your neighbors and you still get door dinged? Karma. I think you go over to the house and just start swinging. Whoa. You live out in the country, McCall. You've got all that extra space. So just picture this. AJ McCall VFX. Someone's having a get-together. Let's say graduation party. It's that time of year. Mm-hmm. And they need some extra space because, you know, they're having a whole brouhaha. They're having a whole shindig. They're having the graduation party to celebrate the end of COVID and high school. Okay. They need some extra space. Now, you being the good person that you are, like, you know what? That's fine. You can you can use our parking space and drive through or gravel parkway, whatever you got. Mm-hmm. They do that. Then the next day, you come out, boom, door ding on your car. Ooh. What do you do? Because that's the exact message we got from a listener. My answer. Vengeance, 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 vengeance. No, vengeance, definitely vengeance, not vengeance. vengeance. My car is, like, old at this point. It's. Dording everything else. It's been dording a plethora of times. So, and deered. And deered many a time. Dang deer. Ridiculous. Run in front of my car. I'm going to go with nothing. I'll be bombed. But, you know, when when you're out doing graduation parties, are you really going to track down the people who ended up doing it? Hey, grandma from Arizona, how dare you? <laughs> Drive up here and door ding my car. Should they have done it? No. Should they have owned up to it and said something? Sure. The logical response is, yeah, what McCall said. Because honestly, how are you going to do that? You find out the next day the party's over. So you're going to go to your neighbor and be like, I need a name and list and uh, current residents of everyone involved Mm -hmm. so I can interview them myself. And you're going to work your way down, like drive your vehicle over. Let's see. What's the color of your paint? Let's see what the door ding looks like. It's just not going to happen. It's unfortunate. And I also don't think it's fair to just barge over and be like, all right, you got to pay for this. No, I 
No. Because it I wasn't your care. neighbor. Because I'm going to be honest, they're probably parked in their spot. So you know for sure it wasn't them. Yep. And then you're going to go around and figure out who it was. It's going to come to find out be a three year old kid who decided he wanted his Tonka truck from the back of the car or whatever. Just open the door a little bit too fast. I think the only viable option, if there really was one, is to get into your vehicle to drive through the par- graduation party parking area where everybody's all situated and just dorting everything you can. Open, close, open, close, open, close, open, close. Absolutely. That's it. That's what it is. That's the solution. <laughs> please, please do not do that. No. Please do not do that. We, we the AJ and McCall show as a whole, does not condone <laughs> driving and door dinging. Purposeful door dinging? No. <laughs> please, Absolutely not. Please do not do that. Do not do that. Do you think our Park Dark nominees would uh, <laughs> would know better if f- just for being nominated, someone went up and dorting their car? Do you think they'd learn their lesson? No. Really? Not at all? Mm-mm. You wouldn't even think about it? No. Not an iota? No. I thought for sure they'd at least consider it. Not that I'm condoning any more violence, just the out loud thought. <laughs> Tomorrow, though, Park Narcs come to its conclusion, and we'll find out who the most annoying parking spot is in Cache Valley. Hopefully you voted. If not, it's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, because one of those voters is about to win two gift cards to McDonald's for simply just telling us who the most annoying is, because we got to know. It's our civil duty. For possibly the first time ever in Park Narc's history, we might have one nominee who was clearly in such a hurry. I mean, if you told me that they were abducted by aliens, be like, yeah, the photo yeah. tracks. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX, because the nominee number one, you don't need this spot, I don't need my door. Little caddy rolling into two special needs spots, left their passenger side door open, and utter chaos, planned confusion, no idea what happened. And nominee. Before anybody says, ah, oh, there's people in the picture, there's not. There's nobody. We investigated. That one, you could say they were just in such a hurry, they just bailed out and wherever the car landed, it landed. But nominee number two, So planned. In fact, I love the angle of this car sneaking around the corner to see these two that are parked vertically in spots that are running horizontally. Truck and car taking up at least four spots, potentially six, maybe eight, but I think at least six. Mm -hmm. Like they're having some kind of secret meeting or getting ready to be like, all right, all right, light hits green. We race to the tracks. That's right. So vote for which Park Narc nominee you think is the most obnoxious your civil duty to do so and we'll find out who that is tomorrow because doing so can win you mcdonald's like nick dixon who uh wins to this, uh, today this week whatever for mcdonald's gift cards he voted for nominee number one he said a parking job like that could not have been by accident and it completely prevented access to a second space for someone who may have also needed it yep not to sway your vote not to say the number one's gonna win that's just how he voted and for simply voting he wins two gift cards to mcdonald's and you can too vote Submit your nominees, Utah's VFX for Parknarks. VFX's Facebook roulette. What do you have on your Facebook page that we are going to steal? AJ and I, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, will like, comment, and share. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Jeff's post, and it says, What screams, I'm poor, but pretend to be rich? LOL. Uh, any th- modification you've done to your car, like the body kit, the fart, the fart can, any of that? Like why is so like going home from work yesterday? I was up here at the light at a uh, second and sixth, second and sixth over here, and this 
I think it was an eclipse, actually, ironically enough, huh. pulled up and was going to turn right, right? Because there's mm-hmm. the train tracks there. So, so you say, and then he he, squeeches, he squealed his tires as he took off around the corner. I'm like, whoa, look at this guy, man. He's taking off in Logan. What is the point? Mm. Idiot. I let out my friend Patrick says, uh, my brain, don't pet it, 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 don't pet it. Me, it's a golden retriever getting pet on the head. Who's a good boy? Yep, that's me. You can win. <laughs> the AJ Knight theme call Taylor. Oh, big stretches. Uh, the AJ Knight theme call Taylor. Find it at us across all social media. Utah's VFX vote for Park Narc and spend to the top of our Facebook page. Of course, find AJ and McCall. That's AJ A N D M C C A L L on Facebook and Instagram. We got stuff going out uh, every week, so check it out. You can also forgot to mention this earlier. So we're talking about the lady who changed her house to all Ronald McDonald. You can see the Ronald McDonald head that I was talking about that my roommate owns or my old roommate owns on our uh, AJ McCall Instagram story. And tell me it's not terrifying because it is. I don't like it. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.